Hello and welcome to episode 93 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. We hope this episode finds you well, as always. Dex and Jake, coming at you for another episode, 93, edging closer to the 100. How has your week been this week, my friend? Up until today, it's been fine. Today's just been horrible. Um, It's been good. Slowly getting things done around the house and I've got the joy of uh, Christmas birthday shopping now, so it's not fun. It's bank balances going low very quickly. I'm getting to the point where, well, I could used to do a lot of shopping and have a bit of change left. Now I have a penny left if I'm lucky. It's just ridiculous. Um, and oh yeah, and Tuesday we had to like have everything off so we could earn credit to get our like electric. That is so dystopian. Oh, right? don't because I, mo- I was like, I was like. I was like saying, this is a ridiculous thing. Why do we yeah. even have to partake in it? And then Soph goes, oh, we're doing this thing on. But I was like, what? What do you yeah. mean we're doing it? <laughs> so our energy provider, Octopus, uh, it's like if you use less energy be- between the hours of like they yeah. set, they'll give you credit to your energy bill. And so far we're in the top 10% and apparently we've made the top 5%. And you literally sit there with candles on, with nothing on, your phone's charged, and that's it. And that, that's it. It's, it shouldn't be the case. It's ridiculous. But if it means more money towards my energy bill, I'm not bothered. Kind of thing. It's not as if they didn't make enough profit. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. How's your week been, dude? I had a weekend break, actually. And Ooh. I still feel like crap. I mean, I had a lovely... Because I, I did it purposely. This next two weeks is going to be hell on earth. Next, yeah, probably two and a half, three weeks. So I purposely um, had this sort of break in mind. Um, and I and honestly, I, I got to switch away for a couple... We went with So's family. So it was... Um, I was still being social. It's not like I completely yeah. switched off from the network. You know, me just being an antisocial person. You didn't just you lock know. yourself in a room and go, leave yeah, me alone. No, 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 no. My, when I have a full, full break, I will, like, not talk to people and just, like, me and Soph will go away somewhere and that will be it. I will not. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is kind of like one of those, it was very much, a, there was a re- relaxing thing. It was a fu- fun thing, but it was still like I was still, like, talking, still socializing. So mm. it was, it was, it, it was not like the full switch off, if you get me. Yeah. But it was, it was a, it was, a, it was more of a holiday than a rest, if you get me. Yeah, yeah. Know, oh, I remember you, told, you told me. I remember you showing me yeah. where you went. Yeah, was yeah. That as lovely as it looked on the photographs. It was, yeah. It was next to a graveyard. What? <laughs> right. So <laughs> we stayed because there was like four lots of, so it's pretty much four groups of us going. Hmm. Um. Because you had you had the couples and then the kids and then the yeah. grandparents, so it was a case of we'd book this nice big uh, like ranch well, house sort of thing. Nice, it was stunning. It was nice. For what he showed. It was nice. Yeah. Um, not somewhere I would usually stay, but when there's about I think there was ten of us, eleven of us. <laughs> yeah. And you're splitting it. It's it's not bad. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we, it, it was sort of like, it's somewhere in the summer, you probably wouldn't be able to afford it, even if you were splitting mm. it, do you know what I mean? But we, 
It was, do you remember the Modern Warfare 2 map with the ranch house? Yes. It was like that. Yeah. Without the violence. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, then again, we did, we, did, we did play Mario Party, so it could have ended well, up It might like have been. That. If you had Monopoly, if you it, had no, Monopoly it, I would have turned around and said, yes, yeah, there would have been Well, violence. they provided games, and there was Fortnite Monopoly, and I was like, we're not picking that up. I did have Monopoly <laughs> on the Switch, though, and I was like, this could end badly. <laughs> Because I've managed to avoid playing Monopoly with Soph's sister, but apparently she's as bad as me at it. And in terms oh, no. of we both win, you yeah. play Monopoly with me, you ain't winning. I don't play full stop because I can't do maths. But Soph doesn't play Monopoly with me anymore because oh, of this and... fact. And she said it's because I'm too competitive with it, right? Yeah. And I I hear that as the fact that just nobody can beat me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they oh. did come to, to a point on my birthday. It was about three o'clock in the morning and we'd all been out and we came back and we'd, we'd got like this little apartment in Manchester mm. and we put Monopoly on right? and it got to a point where we did teams so it wouldn't be a conspiring thing. And then me and my mate Adam, everybody was conspiring against us just because I was on that team. <laughs> Nobody do any deals. Nobody doing it. Oh, yeah, all right. So we're not going to actually move the game along. Just because you can't make the right deals. <laughs> doesn't mean that I'm the one with the issue. Right? But yeah, no, it was lovely. There was um, there was a hot tub, which I'm pretty sure they cleaned with bleach. <laughs> because we came out of the hot... No, it was more of a case of discoloured shorts. Oh, Jesus. Like, you know, when you've yeah. bleached something. And I was like, there's a lot of chlorine in here. <laughs> um, just reminded me when you said Switch uh, then, the Nintendo Switch 4 thing, they're finally putting the golf game bit of it on. And I'm mm. going to have a play on that tonight. That's going to be good. Be I've, been, I've been meaning to sort out Pokemon. Uh, and I haven't done it yet. I'm really enjoying that at the minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. In terms, yeah. Because no, I got back. Obviously, we we came back Sunday, and it's Monday mm. now. But I've just had one of those awful days where you're like, I've just said, I'm so glad I had that break because I don't know how I'd, fe- I'd feel even worse. You know, like when I you probably would have like, got a message saying, "Yeah, we're not doing it tonight." I need to. Just- I nearly did even now, man. Because yeah. you know, when you're in one of them spaces where you're just like, I can't be bothered with this anymore. To be fair, I nearly sent you a message at around two o'clock going, I'm not had a good day, mate. <laughs> so it's Yours funny is to do with a roof, though, which is equally as fun. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Um, it's just one of those things, isn't it? It's like, you. It's, There's a it leaky was... roof somewhere, and Jake's got to deal with it, basically. Yeah. And that's not a euphemism. No, it's not. It would actually not. be very inappropriate if it was a euphemism given the situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun. Not fun at all, but everything is hopefully sorted now. Reminds me, I need to do a phone call later. Um, but it's just been one of those days where I woke up in a bit of a bad mood and then it slowly got worse. <laughs> we must depress so many of our listeners. I must say, if you still listen to this podcast, yeah, well, and you're well. part of the cover still listens to it, like I have much love for you. Hang on, hang on, hang on. There you go. That one, that one doesn't need to be on the soundboard, does it? No. I do need more stuff on the soundboard, though. It doesn't need to be that. 
Um, but no, this is Talking Wednesday Podcast. Yeah. You can leave us nice reviews over on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, the likes of that, and we will read them out if you, you leave us one of those, and it's a nice one, and it's got five stars next to it. Also, you can rate us on Spotify, do all that. The Discord is available. However, I am locking it behind members, so that leads me to this next one. If you want to join the Discord, the membership options will be available. I'm revamping the Discord a little bit after Christmas because I've not had time to post in it, basically. Um, but hopefully we'll be able to sort that out. And there is people that, that do post in it. Yep. Um, if you've got anything you would like to see for episode 100, let us know. We have ideas. But... Yeah. Um, Leave the ideas in the comments or email email us at um, is it talking Wednesday podcast at gmail dot com? I believe it's that. I believe it's that. Yeah, go email that, um, and we will we will see what we can we will see what we can do as we get closer. Seven episodes. That's gonna fly away from that hundred. But yeah, um, let's get into the actual football side of it. No league. Since we've we've spoken, but it, there has been a cup game, and this was Wednesday versus Mansfield. Jake, talk us through this one. Mansfield were very good. I'm not going to lie; they really had a great game. Uh, Killian George were just having a blind, and no one could really stop him. And the annoying thing with if we made, I think we made about five five changes or something like that. We made changes for this uh, game. Because it's the cup, I get it. Uh, I know there's some people will be like, he's tinkering with it again. But you've got to make changes sometimes. You don't want to put players on and then have an injury or something, which, funnily enough, that did happen. Um, but it is one of those situations where they just looked more up for it. And it wasn't until we made the changes with bringing on Smith, Bannon and co to like really change it. It really felt odd because they would they deserved to go through to the next round. Now, one of the things that came out across again, it was another kind of one of these things where it was a good chance for Wilk to show what he can do a bit more. And at the minute, it's not clicking yet. And I fans are already starting to get on his back about it. Uh, you can see that. But Michael Smith does save up, thanks to Barry Bannon coming on as well. Marvin Johnson with a cross to the back thick. Michael Smith slides in, makes it 1-1, and then identical goal pretty much to make it 2-1, and that's it. But I felt really sorry for Manfield because out of the two teams, they absolutely deserve to go through. But we're learning to win ugly, and it's something I'm not used to seeing us doing, if you know what I mean, because it's not what we do as late. And the annoying thing about this game is we lost... Uh, Icky to a contact injury on his knee. We lost Gregory, who went off as well. Little bit of the injury, they're starting to stack up. Hopefully, they're all ones that can come back. Cause we'll talk about one in later because there's one about Josh Windaff maybe not looking great. And we got through, great. But I can understand why some people are like, we d- oh, we don't want a cup, cup run. But the cup run will help us possibly put money in for transfers in January because that's how I'm looking at it. In a sense, the more we go through in the competition, the more it'll help in January. But then when does it get to that point where you've got to think, right, we need to concentrate on league with where we are, if that makes sense? It all depends on if you can keep the winning momentum going and the fact that we came back in this, you want that sort of mentality to it. You know, the fact that you can come back and turn around a result. Yeah. 
you want to keep that sort of fighting spirit in the side. And I think it becomes a hindrance if we're seeing players go down injured. Which um, There are three it, clubs at the minute, actually, who have all got 50 goals plus in the 92. Name them. Um, Oz. Yep. Man City. Yep. Give me the league. One. Ipswich. Yeah. Pl- pl- oh, yeah. I, 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 you know, I was going to say Ipswich immediately, <laughs> yeah. but I didn't go for it. That's pretty incredible, considering two of them are in League One. So it shows you what we're up against in terms of what's going forward. But it's we're into the next round. We've got, I think we're drawn tonight. I think we're ball 60. If you want the Derby, it's 39 we want. In I do not I want, want the Derby. No point but it would be good. Ugh. No, it wouldn't. Right. The Derby would be good in terms of ticket sales if it's at home, but do you know the one? No. I, you know the one I kind of want? Go on. Because it will get a TV coverage. Wrexham at home. That'd be good. Because it would be a TV game because it would be, hey, the Hollywood Club, because I hate that they're called that now, but that's what they become now. It would be... It's they they are I I like I need to watch that documentary. I it's, heard it's very right. good. So I'd take that. Yeah. Remind me, is it the are all the prem clubs in it? Yes, there's a prem yeah. and championship clubs now. So we're so we're drawing Man City away again, and we're losing. <laughs> hey, some people might get to see Harland. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you just listen to that sentence. I know I did. What you I just did. said. Yeah, I know. I know. We're Sheffield Wednesday, right? I know. How high we have fallen? Oh, we might get to see Haaland. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it... it is where we are, unfortunately. Yeah, but the, the fact the way you've said that, like, ah, oh, that's so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it is where we are, sadly. Um, but that little mini, all we've got to do now, once we get back to doing league and we'll talk about it near the end, it just concentrate on ourselves. Uh, cut runs are great, but we're just going to pray these injuries are nothing too serious. Yep. No league one review this week. Were there any league one fixtures? No, I don't think there was. In the middle of it? They wouldn't have been considered have all been... Let me just have a look. Sort of every team. Remind me what round that was. Round two. Oh, so all the teams would have been in it. No, or are we one. at that time where round we actually one. go in? We do play round one. I we always forget because we were at, we were in the them. we were in the championship for so long. Yeah. That I forget. So we beat Morecambe round one, and then we uh, beat Mantfield round two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's been no there's been no games. I've just been. I have been watching more of the World Cup. I've not watched as much of it as I thought I would. But that has... Uh, I did manage... Richarlison goal was insane. Yeah, it's all right, wasn't it? Yeah. It's all right. We'll see how we get on uh, night of this podcast, actually. Yes. Against against um, Wales. I knew you were going to do an accent. <laughs> no, I did it terribly there because I chickened out halfway through because you meant to go Wales. 
Yeah. So you got to go. Yeah. I just hope it better than the American game because that was horrible. I, I I watched that whilst on a break, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I was getting increasingly sloshed through it. <laughs> And I was like, "What is this?" And I, I, I was with all Sos family, and her sister just kept going, "Why aren't they even trying?" And I was like, "You know when some people don't like football specifically." Yep. <laughs> and I was sat at the TV, and I was like, "I can't. I don't really have an answer for this because we are being shockingly bad." You need to play Foden versus Wales and drop Mount. He loves Mason Mount, though. I know he does. And um, I've already, I've already said if Southgate stays after this World Cup, which I don't think he will, I think this is his last thing with us. Um, I think we're gonna have the whole Lampard, uh, Gerard situation. This is Mount arguably Mount. a better team than we had back then. Yeah, it is. Right, this is arguably on paper the best English team of all time, and mm. if you think of the the stats we've got, uh, sorry, the stats we've got in the players, in the players we've got, they're just not being utilised properly. And it's a shame, really, because there's chances and opportunities. It's like, it's like he, after that World Cup final, he just decided, well, we played some good stuff then and it was nice and stuff. And he's just like, I don't want to risk it anymore. Mm. And it's weird. I just don't get it. Risk it. What We go out, I'd rather go out trying to do it then on a whimper if it happened. I it's I mean there's te- technically we we're not safely through. No we're not. Because if Wales beat us it's gonna get a little bit tetchy. Yep, just a little bit. Not for Wales. Wales would have to like put batter four us. past us. Yeah. They'd have to batter us. Yeah. But um because USA are on two points, right? It's amazing how much that win against the Iran was so much needed. Yeah. <laughs> so, Iran are on three points. USA are on two. We're on three. Okay. We're on four. Four, yeah. So, if... If... <laughs> Iran, no. Hang on. If the USA, oh, we don't really, yeah. If Wales, if Wales beat us four nil, and the USA win, yeah, then win, we're out. But I think that's the only way, isn't it? Uh, let me have a look. I just brought it up. Um... England the uphill button. Because even if we got a point, Iran's even if like sorry if if uh, Iran and um, Wales was a point, they would so, be on. Uh, if it means that all teams still have a chance of reaching the next round of going through to the group game from for, into the final from the group game, England in a strong position with four points in two games, and Southgate side will have to avoid a four 0 defeat. Yeah, um, like you just said. The United States must win to progress while Iran will go through with a draw unless Wales beat England. Yeah. I was going to say, we, we can't not go through unless we lose 4-0. Yeah. 
I'll get your popcorn ready. <laughs> I'll just play Harry Maguire on his own. Yeah. Right. Should we get into the actual uh, yeah, Wednesday news? So we talked about the match. Starting off with Lee Gregory talking about his reduced playing time. This is from the star. Asked about how he feels about that reduction in pitch time, the four-goal striker revealed he has held meetings with Darren Moore to have honest discussions over his future, his frustration. Quote, I'll be honest, I'm not happy when I'm not starting and I've impressed that to the... Impressed? I'm having a stroke. I've <laughs> expressed that to the gaffer as well. I genuinely can't speak. Let's, get, let's try this again. I'll be honest, I'm not happy when I'm not starting and I've expressed that to the gaffer as well. He said, at the end of the day, this is our job. So I tell the gaffer I'm not happy with his decision. And then I move on and try to come on and to contribute. That's just the way I am. I want to start and play every game. And unfortunately, I'm not. I can manage myself now. I'm experienced and I can manage myself away from the training ground and everything else. Listen, we're not into falling out and arguing or anything. Make, in the, Gregory said, making it clear he loves the club. We've just had talks about the fact I'm not happy when I'm not starting. It's a long season. Everyone has to contribute. It's like that. There's no big argument and I'm not unhappy with the club, but I want to be starting. End quote. I'm going to end the quote there because this, I think they've been talking about, I remember, was it this interview where he was, was saying he'd sign the contract if it was put in front Yeah, of this is the interview where he turned around and said, look, there would be no negotiation. This was a contract put to him. It would just be signed and done. And in that sense, it makes us a note. We have spoke about this, but it makes it a no-brainer if that's the kind of case to put him in a uh, contract in front of him, let him sign it. And the problem is, if he's not going to be guaranteed game time, will he want to sign it? Am I right in thinking he was injured against Mansfield? Or Came off he... injured, yeah. Yeah. Do we know the extent of that? No, not yet. Okay. Um, but it's. Leaving is a little bit short, actually, now then. Really short. Because technically, all you've got is Smith, Wilkes, Patterson. Could Gregory... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Technically, if Gregory and Windass are out in your kind of strikers, Windass can't go anywhere. I'll tell you what, then. I'll tell you what, then. This is something we didn't have in the document, but I've just noticed we missed it. Because this came out today, this broke today. So, in terms of strikers bringing in, um, this is from the star who's been watching Gary Neville's Salford documentary. Yeah. The headline reads as follows. Gary Neville confirms Sheffield Wednesday and Blackburn Rovers' interesting striker over the summer. Thomas Asante. Ooh. So, Brandon Thomas Asante signed for West Bromwich Albion in August after impressing at Salford in League Two and has since gone on to score three goals in 12 championship matches for the Baggies. But in the latest episodes of the Sky documentary series class of 92 full-time, it was revealed that Darren Moore's Owls, Barnsley and Blackburn Rovers were both in for the forward prior to the move for the Midlands. So, we have been trying for Mm. players, and that was alongside with Wilkes. So obviously, that's not happened. Alongside Wilkes and Sam Crockgrove at uh, Plymouth on loan, because we were going to look at him as well. So it's not like we haven't tried to get people in. He would have been good. But does he? Does, it, does that mean they just go in for more in January? I think it does. I I have a theory, and it's an interesting one, because I'm wondering, because I there was stuff uh, midweek about something. It's in the document, actually, so uh, we'll talk about it later. 
But I'm wondering if Darren Moore's been told by Chancery, look, if you can get freezing and a couple of lows loans and the players you actually want who are needing paying for, and then in January I'll make some money available so you can go get those players that you really want to like just go through the season. You know what I mean? I wonder if there'd been a talk like if you can do better with what you've got now on freeze in January if we need it, I'll get the checkbook out. Yeah. Well, it's a good it's a good midpoint for it, really, in January, where you look to go. Do I bring in? Do I bring in some more players and sort of um, really push on, depending on where you're sitting in the league? If we're in playoffs, could this cement us in the playoffs? If we're going for where Wednesday are right now, it's interesting, isn't it? Mm. Because it's in that it's in that position of, do you throw money at it and ensure that we get into that top two? I kind of think you've got to, because we can't have another season in League One. Oh, no. It'd, it'd be so damaging for the club. He, he's got to have the targets ready, which he probably does. We do know Darren Moore very good at that. And say, this is how much. Get negotiation. Even if it's sometimes getting negotiation done before the window opens, which is a possibility. So it's all done and dusted. Um, in terms of like what the team want for it. And it's what we need is another striker and possibly another defender, maybe a winger. Mm. I think that's it. I don't think the muck we need, but we do need a bit of pace on the wing. I know we don't play with traditional wingers, but it'd be nice to have it if it's something to come off the bench, if you know what I mean. Mighton. Yeah, but what if what if Mighton gets recalled? I know, but we're not. Martin's probably the best option you could really yeah, go for there. And we're he's, not using him. And he's looking better the more you is. I'm not going to lie. Whatever the reason, I don't know what's going on with Wilkes. I don't know because I've seen it when I've done my video. People have very much been like, he's rubbish. We shouldn't have gone for him and all this kind of jazz. Has he ever had a consistent run of games? No. There's your point. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I, you can say that for other players that can come on. And you've got to remember, Gregory and Smith are more experienced. They are your poachers that will come on, and they will literally get themselves in the right positions to score the goals. It's just what they do. They can make it like Smith. They can make an impact from the bench. Yeah. Wilkes possibly brings you that bit of flair and that bit of creativity, and you need the confidence in him. You need the backing, and you need to give him a regular run. Yeah, and he's. I don't know. I don't know why we don't just play him off someone up top. He played possibly. eight games in League One and one goal and three assists. And how many of those were starting? You probably can't see the stats. That uh, Let me have a look. Um, I can actually. Let's have a look. Starting. He is. They're all off the bench. Most. I know. I know he started a couple, but I don't know if that I'm getting confused in the league now oh, uh, between the league and the cup. Oh, it should be uh, on the bench, on the bench. No, he's not started. It come off the bench. He started one of them, I'm sure. You sure it wasn't a cup game? It might have been. That's why I'm giving up. I'll, I'll try to take your word on that. But like, He started at weekend. Just needs a run. Mm. A run of games. Play him as part of the front two. Yeah. Especially if if Gregory is injured, just stick well works up there and back him. It might it might be it might be that thing we have to do that and just turn around like look, show him what you can do. 
Do you remember when we were like, why have we signed Berahino? And then we played him for a few games and he got an hat trick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> feels, feels similar, doesn't it? It's sort of playing to this. And, and Berahino was, you can see now it was more of a temporary signing. Mm. But Wilkes has got a future with us. Oh, God, yes. And he, he got the ability to change a game, but it's just not there. I don't know if it's a mental thing or what, but whenever you see him play, people go, he's lazy. Like, I've speaking to a Hull fan and a Donny Rover fan, and they were saying, well, on his day, good. But my mate who's a Barnsley fan said he was rubbish for us. It's like, I think it's different places. I think it's just trying to get the best out of him getting that confidence. I'll just never... I knew he was going to have a rough ride when he signed and he came on. And he did one step over. Yeah. And immediately around me in the ground, there was old men going, <laughs> oh, who's this guy think he is? He's not that good, is he? Why have you signed him? And I was like, oh, my Here we God. Go. Here we go. Well, that being said, he may turn into that player that uh, Gregory turned into the back end of the season because he started to eat. You know what I mean? Like, we are a team that does tend to finish quite strong. And some players that you think who haven't had a good season, uh, Byers. Byers came into that team in January last season and changed it. Yeah. So we'll see. see. We've got, there's a lot of the season still to be played. There's so many games in this league. Mm. It's just nice to see us being up there in a the fighting chance this time. Yeah. Luke Jackson's gone to Matlock on loan. This is from the Wednesday website. Quote, ours goalkeeper Luke Jackson's gi- joined, joined, joined Matlock Town. On a one-month loan deal. The 20-year-old's return to fitness has been a regular in between the sticks for the under-21s this season. Jackson, who joined Wednesday in 2018, is eligible to feature um, in their first game immediately. So he's gone on a sort of emergency loan, that sort of one-month loan. Good to see it. Just get some experience under your belt. I like to see us loaning players out. Yep. Especially if they're not in and around the team. How do you think Dawson got on... Against Mansfield, didn't by the do, way. didn't do too badly. Uh, there was some spells where you know he can't play out from the back. He's not that kind of keeper, and I don't get why we keep, tried it with him because it just doesn't work. Um, I mean, he probably could be. He's not. No, he could. He could be, but it's. We're trying to get Stockdale to do it. He's not done it for his that true <laughs> entire career, pretty much. That is very true. Um, he he didn't look too bad, to be fair, and. It's one of those ones, Dawson is one of those interesting ones where is he going to be the net keeper for the future for us? Because it's a position since Westwood and it's very much very much the same when we had um, Chris Kirtland and that, where it's a position we're not very good at getting a player ready to be the next number one when the number one we've had is about to leave or retire. And it's something we need to do better at. We got a good load of keepers, and that's the annoying thing. I just don't want us to put in a, put ourselves in another situation where we have Dawson and Wildsmith, and you're like, one of these needs to step up. Which one? Well, I thought it, well, I thought Dawson would probably be playing a little bit more than he is when he came back after that mm. round spell. So he, you're not keeping hold of him for too long. No, he contracts out in 2024. I'd be really interested to see how quickly this Pierce Charles can ride through the ranks as well, because yeah. he's a highly rated prospect. He's very so good. We might as well use him for a season and then 
having robbed off us by a Prem team. For oh, it's all, it's all right. It's all right. Dex is already planning this. We're going to have Pierce. We're going to have the Kadamartry brothers up top, and then he, we're just going to lose them to like Everton or someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll happen. Yep. So Wednesday can drink. Wednesday fans, uh, Star Wars reporting that uh, Accrington Stanley, I think I've, I'm not going to put the exact figures. They were talking about like 70k or something. Yeah. Spend uh, on hospitality stuff. So if you're on like Twitter, their owner always puts out who brings the most fans. I think Derby have actually done 80,000 and we did like 74,000. You did a correction. Um, but it's like, it's interesting seeing what we bring to other clubs in terms of their revenue when we travel. Because I think, as fans, you forget that when we bring players, that adds to that club revenue. And at Atkinson Stanley, it was all three sides had Wednesday fans in them because they opened it up for more fans so they could get yeah. more tickets in. So, very smart. Well, and honestly, you know clubs that don't think they're going to get a result from us and are going to sit mid-table? Just do that. Yeah. We'll fill your stadium. Oh, God, yeah. We like we'll a laugh. day out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually hard. It's, it's so hard to get away tickets. Like they go so it's, fast. Yeah, it's it's as hard as it's ever been. Mm. Which is it, just it's, it's weird as well. Fan base, the away tickets go really fast, but home tickets we don't seem to fill it. As, no, like, it's odd. No, it's. I think you know you. you I think there's a dedicated away traveling. Yeah, yeah. That there's a vibe. And there's a lot. There's a lot that want to try and tick as many grounds off the list as possible. Yeah, and like, there's so much like, there's there's so much of an atmosphere when you go when you go away with Wednesday. Yeah, it's it's fun. Home's quite home's quite quiet nowadays. Home's very quiet. Uh, the atmosphere at home's been a bit. Lap- and lap- I don't mind uh, that if we're coasting a game. Yeah. It's when we're not. <laughs> but we can pick it up. Because yeah. we said this last season and then we got to the playoffs and it all lit up again. Yeah. Literally, yeah. keep the phones away next time. <laughs> yes. <Christ>. <laughs> it was all right the first time. Yeah, you don't need it I every it time. it was quite quirky, right? I was like, oh, that's nice. And then we did it. And we lost! Oh, God, that's going to be on the Sudden Until I Die documentary. Yep. Oh no! Be fun. So um, let's let's skip the out contract players. We'll do a big topic on that yep. um, as we creep closer. Um, we are going to. I am forcing us to take some very much needed time over the Christmas break. We'll probably do maybe two or three weeks of pre-record with a bit yep. of maybe an update in the middle. Um, if we can sit down, but I, I want you to have time with the family. Yeah. I want to have time with the family. I, I just like... A big refresh. Just yeah. It's good. Yeah. yeah it'll, be, it'll be needed. A supercomputer has uh, predicted where Wednesday, Barnsley, Ipswich, all the teams will finish. They fit all as many as they can in that headline, Yorkshire Post, so yeah. they can get all their <laughs> clicks. I respect it. There's more than I read out. So let's just go for the predicted table, okay? Yep. You'll like this. Sheffield Wednesday at the top with 91 points. Ipswich with 90 points in second. Plymouth with 90 points in third. So goal difference. 
being the fact that they're Derby, rocketing themselves up and ending fourth in eight with 80 points. Barnsley with 77 points in fifth. And then Portsmouth rounding out the place with 74 points. Bolton losing out on the playoffs with 74 points on goal difference. Peterborough with 72 points. And then let's just jump down to the bottom of the table. Accrington Stanley. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, Forest Green Rovers with 38 points. Morecambe with 40 points. Burton with 42 points. And Cambridge with 47 points. All getting relegated. With Accrington Stanley also getting 47 points. But goal difference keeping them up. So, if I look into this article a little bit more, Ipswich's promotion prospects are rated at 62%, while Plymouth Silver prospects are of going up are rated at 58%. Sheffield Wednesday have uh, given a 65% chance of promotion and a 30% chance of winning the league. So that's how that's all uh, all gone out there. What do you think to this? It would be very interesting if this was the final table and it would be gutting once again if Plymouth miss out like on automatic this time and have to do Plymouth, uh, playoff because they missed out on playoff last season. Ah, it wouldn't be too gutted. No, no, uh, no, no offence to, to Plymouth, <laughs> but... <laughs> I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't be too gutted by that because... I'll talk about rowing back. <laughs> because they would be the ones that like are going to stop us getting there. Yeah, yeah, right? Could they just lose? <laughs> I'm bored of it now. I think mean, I think the one I think it, everyone would be happy if this would be the case. And by looking at this, it looks like it would take it down to the last game of the season as well. Yeah. It would be interesting. Um, the prediction for the bottom lot, though, I still think MK Dons are going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually think they're on a yeah. They're, they're not. I don't think they'll have a resurgence. No. I, I think they're massively struggling and it makes sense considering what they lost in the summer. You don't able to take your best defender out of that team and then your best attacker and not be able to try and fix it. And I think they, they're going to have to have, put it this way, they'll have to have a very big January. And if they're already maybe planning for League 2, how much are you going to throw at it? I'm leaving a lot of pauses today. I wonder how many people have checked the <laughs> podcast feed. You're finishing these topics so nicely, though, Jay. You've been on it this week, which is great. So when I'm working on half brain function, yeah. you're doing very well. Could Sheffield Wednesday be after a Huddersfield Town player? Alan Nixon has linked us recently, very recently, as in a couple of days ago, okay. with Dwayne Holmes. He's a left winger, American player. He um he plays for Huddersfield Town. And he's linked us, Stoke City, and Luton Town. And Derby yes. County. And Derby County, sorry. Yeah. Carry on. But I'm not 100 percent sure if Derby County could do it, because he's still technically under contract. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Derby is still in like the similar situation we were in, where they can't actually pay a fee. He's worth around two million. He's 28. Uh, it will give us that pace we need. Um, I do remember when he was at Derby. He wasn't that bad. I think he went on loan to Gunthorpe and had a really good spell. 
it would be interesting to see if this was something we would do. It's one of those ones where, yes, he's not in the team at the moment. You, you Is know, he when... in the World Cup? I do not know. Let me have a look. Carry on. Um, it's one of those ones where I'm not 100%. You remember when we brought in Lang? In... Yes. It feels like that kind of thing, just missing something that we need to like give us a spark. And it could be what, we're, what we need. And if we are going down the route of saying, hey, hey, Mr. Chancery, I need this, this, and this. Here's your money. Go get him, kind of thing. And two million, I don't think he's that bad. You probably could get it even cheaper. Uh, but he can also, he can also play across uh, the midfield as well. Uh, there's been some people who've been turning around and saying, oh, this is the Delhi Bashiru replacement. Well, it's not. He's a left winger. Yeah, he's more He's more of a... Then he, he is more of an attack-minded player, but Delhi Bashiru is an attack-minded midfielder, yeah. in fairness. But he's he's 28, as you said. He's in that age where he's in the prime of his career. He's he's play, he's, play, he's got two assists so far this season. Mm. He He's not at the World Cup, by the way. I've just checked that yeah. out. I think we'll have to go for it because he's on a three and a half year deal. Yeah. So he's he's into that now. He'll be he'll have a couple of years left on it at Huddersfield. But he's um he's only <laughs> the only thing I think about it is could the Delhi Bashiru thing be a legitimate thing? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too, and it's the problem with that, we've missed the opportunity to sell him because no one will sign him now in January if they know they can get him for free, unless they desperately need him now. But we're not in it. We're in no position to negotiate now. It make it makes you wonder: was it is it was it worth keeping him if he doesn't sign? Then Blackpool. Or can I can gone. I also think like this could if we take away from the Delhi Bashiru thing. Could it be the fact that it might be that Mighton's getting recalled and we think we might as well just sign someone who yeah. we've got cover from for the wing and the midfield like we were talking about earlier? Yeah, it could be. It could it it's one of the one we may have already been told that, hey, you're not having him back in January. Yeah. First of January, we're gonna put him in a championship team for a season. Like similar to what Wolves did. No, they didn't put him in a championship. They put him in a championship team this season. Sorry. Uh, but similar to what Wolves did in with Corbin New, left alone, then he went to another club. So maybe they're thinking the same. Because let's be honest, Mighton hasn't played enough yet. And I can't see that going down too well with uh, Forrest. They like him to play week in, week out if they can. I think you bring in a bit more experience yeah. now. And he's got that. So. I think we're in a position where we've got a really good young bunch of players as well as some of the experienced players in there. But if you think about when you're signing to try and go on a promotion push, do you bring players that oh, maybe they've got a, some potential in them or do you bring the players that you, you know are going to yeah. be pretty solid for you and co- can come in and do a job? I'd like to see this one happen. Mm, it would, would be you? nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. It, may, it, it, it would just show where we're thinking as a club, and I think sometimes it's nice to see where the club is going and where the vision's going, in a sense. And if it means it's another player that's ours and not a loan, it means we're not relying on loans as much like we did last season. I think we've only got three loans in the team this season. And I think that's a massive thing. But the big one for me, would you possibly 
turn around to Blackpool and say, we'll have James off you and get him off your books as well. I'd have James at the club, yeah. We're all needing, obviously needing left-backs and right-backs now. Yeah, if we could get him for like a feel like four to six hundred K, I'd have him. Yeah. I wouldn't want to spend the fortune. No. How much did he go for? Was it undisclosed? Let me have a look. Uh, when oh, good point. Um, probably will be undisclosed. He, yeah, I think he had a good League One campaign at Blackpool, and then they got the Championship. It just didn't really. Well, he's t- he's twenty nine, and if they're sending him on loan at twenty nine, yeah. And it when you when you did his interview, you could tell he was looking for that break to not. And it could you never know. He could turn around and say, "Look, you don't want me. I don't want to be here. Why don't we just kill the contract?" And he comes and does a three. We have seen that happen before, but it's not yeah. always. It's football's. Uh, I'm just saying, Ronaldo, you can come and have a game at Ilpa. You I'm still haven't having... been. I'm just having a look. <laughs> he went to Blackpool on a free, by the looks of it. It doesn't say this, but JSI for Doncaster Rovers and two year deal in June 2019 for an undisclosed fee. On 5th of October, he scored. So 2019, he then was there for two seasons. So that'd be the 2020 end and the 2021 would be the two years. He signed for Blackpool in July 2021 on the 1st of July. So that would say to me that he went on a free. Free agent. But that also means his contract, he's got two years left on his deal. Yeah. But if they signed him and they're not, they're, yeah, but they've had a manager change, haven't they? Yeah. That's the thing you've got to remember. They had a big manager change. Uh, so, hmm. Yeah, I would probably go in, uh, in for him there. Where are these? Blackpool? Oh, uh, they're in relegation. Oh, that's the thing. Relegation is... The problem the... with the two players we've got on loan is that Cardiff and blackpool are in that position where we may want to bring all players back to just to try and help us yeah and that's that's the, that's the thing that's the worry he was a free well, agent maybe uh Dwayne holmes could just be a player that comes in in a you know in an attacking mindset and just mm. helps us f- fire us on top yeah. three but i will finish by reading this fifa card which is a 69 silver rated left winger 79 pace 58 shooting 66 passing 73 dribbling 63 defending and 58 physicality so wouldn't be bad for the first season or so if you are into that sort of thing. We'll see if it happens. Yep. Right. So reports coming out of pretty much everywhere, right? Um, I think it's one of the... I originally saw it. It piqued my attention when one of the uh, clubs that cover... One of the places that cover... One of the Twitters that covers um, Hibs... Was it, talking was, about... it was Hibbs' actual official Twitter. Yeah, they're saying, right, yeah, Ryan, Ryan Porteous will not be signing a new contract with them. So, Wednesday have been linked to this guy. If you don't remember, he's that 23-year-old defender yep. who we were talking about was the right age. Go and uh, find the podcast where we spoke about them. It might have been a breakout as well, so all of our thoughts will probably still be there for this one. This is sort of like is Mark, if Mark McGuinness is going at the end of the season, you can't mm. sign Mark. Do you know what would be very exciting? Signing both. Yes. <laughs> it would. That's the, exactly what I was thinking. Brian Porteous, Mark McGuinness, centre-backs, solid. And then you've got Akin to 
fit into that at some point. Yeah. Mm. Well, there'll be players in for him, though, and he's done this very publicly, so... Yes. But we could negotiate with him from next month, uh, from January, sorry, mm. because he's, he's in the Scottish League, so we could do what Celtic did to us. Yeah. To Hibs. Do you want to see it happen? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, it's a position that we need strength and depth anyway. Um, again, <laughs> I didn't like to like it when I... I got laughed at a little bit by you at the start saying, we don't need any more centre-backs. Well, I'll be right about that one. You uh, were right about that one. I'll give you that one. Um, but I think we're getting to that point where we need to bring the age of the squad down anyway. It's good having the experience of, say, a Whitway and Palmer who can play that position. I, I'd rather him not. Palmer's better when he's out doing his left wing-back role. The thing is, we're getting to that point in defence especially where we need to start getting some more bodies because for left and right back, it's Hunt and uh, Palmer. James, who's not our player, we don't have much cover there. I really need, we need to start bringing in players for that position. I think when you're looking at the squad, it's the defense where we need to start looking for the future and planning it more. And I think if we get it right, it'll be superb. But I think this will be a really good sign if we can make it happen. But Harder when you've got the likes of Millwall and Stoke. And Millwall, I believe, are in a playoff push in uh, Lee in Championship. So Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Millwall are doing really well this season. So players yeah. that are linked with them would, would want to go to them, you would think. Exactly. In the, in the, in the short oh, term, at least. We've we said that before, and we've seen what Darren Moore's done. We weren't expecting a Will Voke to come to the club. No. He's very good at convincing players into what you want to do. We've had it before where we've gone, how have we signed him? And gone, and in the interview, it's automatically gone, well, I spoke to Darren Moore and it's how I want to play things. It's like the Darren Moore effect. Indeed. He's uh, he's got a way with players. He's a canny wheeler and dealer. Somebody called me Dex Redknapp on the FIFA career mode the other day because I kept saying the phrase. What, do you just turn up in your Range Rover going, well, yeah. you know, I, can't, I can't do Harry. It's Harry Redknapp's one I can't do. <laughs> Genuinely, like. Um, no, I made some re- really good signings. You should watch the career mode. It's getting quite good. It, it getting very good. A new episode just went out at the time of filming this, actually, and I need I to will. film some tonight. But, um, yeah, we'll... Uh, I'm going to try and possibly wrap that up by Christmas as well. Yeah. Because I need, I need my time back. I'll do another series or something, but I was thinking I might do a series that doesn't require as much effort as the career mode in terms of sitting down and doing it in, in a specific schedule. I know I, I, I've got a plan. I know ah, what I'm going to okay, do. Okay. I'm going to focus on a different type of content and I'll talk to you Ooh. about it later. Okay. Um, but it's something that I can do. Maybe when me and Sophie are just chilling or, or playing some games or something and I can do something in the background and then I can come and edit it whenever. It's not like a career yeah. mode where you constantly need feedback from the audience. Have you played the Here's FM, by the way? No. I ain't got it yet. I think I might miss this one out and get next year's. It's on Game Pass, man. I know. I just don't want to do it on the end. Oh, I can do it. Never mind. I'm being stupid. Yes, you are. Yes. Don't worry. <laughs> You've got Ultimate, you've got it on both. Yeah, I have. So, yeah, I'm being stupid, don't worry. Be a long day. <laughs> I didn't buy it last year because it came on Game Pass. Mm, true. You know, so... I played a lot of it as well. 
it, that game that just sucks all my time. I have to be very careful when I play football. Man. I'm really trying not to play those games anymore because I'm moaning about like not having enough time and stuff like that. So I genuinely I'm not playing this. I've not even bought the new God of War. No, I haven't. <laughs> I've not. I've like I've purposely not doing it to myself because yeah. I'll just want to play the games all the time. I've bought, as I said, I bought the Pokemon so I can sort of sit on it and jump on it in handheld. Or, you know, when I'm just like... Adulting sucks, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> who decided that we had to follow this sort of system, right? And who decided that some people get to be born into money and you have to do sod all? <laughs> right? Um... Just because somebody was pointed towards Chelsea or something <laughs> when birthed. Oh. Well, we'll work for it, shall we? We'll yep. do. We'll do. Uh, oh my god, I should say that about you. They'll be at you in the comments again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I I'm not alive, so it's fine. No, you're not. You already passed. Um, no, but it's yeah, yeah. Trump just just yeah. Into his funeral, he's advertising everything. I'm I'm just ready to pack it all in at minute, man. I'm just like I know. If we weren't edit, if we weren't in a cost of living crisis, yep, I'd possibly. I'd probably sack off my current work life for a couple, for for a few months, yeah, and use whatever I've scraped together to just try some different things out again. Yeah. You know, wow, that took a turn. It did. <laughs> Barry Binnen, ba- Barry Binnen, <laughs> Barry, uh, <laughs> Barry, Barry Binnen. <laughs> Well, you don't put them in top bins. Yeah. <laughs> Barry Bannon has won the goal of the month. Of, uh, goal. I can't. Can we just end? Barry Bannon won the <laughs> I bet leave one goal of the month of October. His first strike against Chelton topples the support of Boat by the EFL official website. With the game still in the balance, but the hour 1 0 up inside the final 10 minutes, the captain settled any lingering nerve with a stunner hit from distance. Collecting Lee Gregory ball from the right front, Bannon took a touch to control it and set up another by unleashing it, it unstoppable effort and flew into the top corner. Wednesday went on to win 3 0. Keep it coming, Baz, from the Sheffield Wednesday website. Thank you very much. Moving on. Uh, I saw it on the Ipswich Twitter, actually. They've had a couple of injuries in there because oh, yeah. I saw it get retweeted going, oh, this is why you don't play players in the Pizza Cup and people saying, oh, I'm glad we're out of the Pizza Cup. Is it Freddie Ladapo that's gone down for them? Uh, it's Ladapo's injured, but it's Harness as well. Right. Marcus Harness. And I think this is why this, I think it was last week, there was talk about more Wicketsker at... Um, Plymouth, who's currently on loan from Swansea, about Ipswich possibly making a bid for him in the January transfer window. And then there was talk about maybe we could do that as well. And I think they're in a position where they can throw money at this. Ipswich will throw money at this this season because they wanted to do it last season. It just didn't work. Um, with the possibility of taking a player from... Plymouth, who's a rival at the moment in the position in the table, going to them, that would be interesting to see what happened. And it wouldn't surprise me if Swansea did it set, because it feels like they could probably do what uh, we had happen with Will Vokes, where we had him on loan, either an offer came in, and they went, 
you're gone. And if that happens, that could be interesting to see what happened. But it's interesting watching what's going on with Ipswich and Plymouth. Plymouth have got some injuries at the back. Ipswich are now starting to get injuries. We're starting to get a little bit. And it's getting that time of year where everything gets a bit nervy when he, when you see a player go down. But it's also that time of year where we can then dip into the transfer market and get someone in just in case. It's very much like when we got Mark McGuinness in, we dipped in because Akin went down. So they're going to be teams who are going to try and snipe other teams to try and make it different. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. We we need these teams in the Pizza Cup if they can if they can keep it knocked and stuff as, as bad as it sounds, you know. Yeah, definitely. we need any little advantage we can get just to try and get out of this league at the minute. Exactly. Uh, just want to say before we go into the the next match preview. Um, Good luck to Dom Housen as he stops covering just Sheffield Wednesday. We'd, um, I, I'm sure he'll probably never see this because I'm probably, I'm sure he doesn't check all of the Wednesday podcasts even when he's covering them. But um, I've always thought Dom's coverage has been Bottom. solid. You know, he's been his, his sources have been fantastic and his write ups have been great. So uh, we've obviously quoted Yorkshire Live many times in this, and then obviously when he was at the Star as well. Um, yeah. There's been there's been a lot of work and he's got I think he's going to lead up the EFL stuff for the North. Yorkshire Live, the, I think yeah something I think he's still working for Yorkshire Live. He's doing some of that, but he won't be man on the ground. It's for... like he's moving into a different area of the company, kind of thing. Yeah. So the uh... new uh, person taking control is Ricky Charlesworth. Um, I think he's similar situation. Yeah. Um, Dom House and I like to start my new role, the EFL editor. For Yorkshire and the Northeast, looking forward to working closely with the talented team. Um, and it's interesting because he's now got a load of people who he's going to now manage, and it's nice to see how far he's come. Because when he first started, he got he got some pelters, and it's been good. But it he's a very good writer, and he's always covered when do with respect, and he's always he he can take the jokes as well on Twitter. Yeah. And ever there's been stuff, he he takes the jokes, he's in, in with the stuff. And it's nice to see him push on and get a bit further in his career and covering all of the EFL now instead of just Wednesday. And I'll be interested to see what he does next. Well, no, I just thought it's 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 definitely worth the mention on the pod as well oh, because God, yeah. we've been quoting these things for so long. Yeah. Um that when we quote Yorkshire Live in the future, it will not be because whenever we've quoted Yorkshire Live, it says this is from Yorkshire Live, it's been Dom writing it. Yeah. So uh, that will have that will change going forward. So best of luck to him in his new role there. Uh, yes, very much moving so. on from the Wednesday scene. Right, Sheffield Wednesday play Derby County next at Pride Park, where we have not beaten them for <laughs> sixteen years. No. 16 years. Oh my god. I've just seen who's in the starting lineup for Derby County. What on the 30th April 2006? Darren Moore, center back. Oh yeah. I've only just noticed that. <laughs> so that that game on the 30th April 2006, Darren Moore is the center back. That's the last time we beat Derby I'll County at Pride Park. Lee Camp in goal for them. Oh, got Carson in goal for us. 
This is when yeah. we had Bullen, Coughlin, so... Burr, Bolly, McAllister, McGovern, Burton, Tug Guy. Liam, Leon Beth, when we loaned in the first time. Yeah. So would you a win? <laughs> Just a bit. And it's a Just 12 o'clock a kickoff as well. 12.30. Is it 12.30, It's one of the other. Yeah. Can't watch it. I can't go and I can't watch it. Some work in that afternoon, and I'm really sad about it. <laughs> can't tell, which is quite frustrating because it's going to be one of them I'm going to have to watch the score through. Mendes Lang is injured. I'm shook. <laughs> That's a shame. I was hoping he wouldn't track back and we'd score. Um, anyway, they've got 29 points. They're eighth in League One at the minute. Their home record is 5 1 2, so they're pretty good at home. They've only lost twice. Their away, away record is 3 4 3, so 16 points at home, 13 points away. They scored 23 goals and conceded 16 with a goal difference of seven. The last match was a 0 0 draw with Portsmouth. Now, Derby are. They're still finding their footing in this league. They're being very inconsistent. They've been, they've been a bit like we were last season. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have an advantage, though. Go on. We have two former players who played under him at Rotherham. In, oh, I just in, thought. In I just thought you were going to say that um, we know all their chants because they're ours. Carry well, on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and. It'd be interesting to see if Darren Moore is asking them what do you think he might do. I know it's a different team and stuff, but he'll take his same principles that he's done at Rotherham there because he's slowly making them hard to beat at times. Um, when they played Newport at the weekend, I thought Did Newport... you say... What? At Rotherham? Yeah. Paul Wall, yeah. the Rotherham manager. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, it's because I was looking at a stat and I thought you said Darren Moore at Rotherham and I thought you were making a Doncaster analogy and this is why I shut up usually. Carry on. <laughs> but I thought it, it'll be interesting to see how they play because they are, it's one thing thing, they, they are hard to beat but they've still got little mistakes in them and I still, I still don't think they can sign players. So when I see stuff linked with them to players in terms of cash, I'm pretty sure they're in like a two-year transfer embargo. Or something like that. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. But a big, it will be a big statement in, as intent if when they can get the win. Because the other thing, I think Ipswich and Plymouth both play on the Friday night. So we will already know what their result is. Uh, yeah, Ipswich at Fleetwood and Plymouth are at Plymouth have got Vale at home. So they're both at home. So we're both in beating in the last five, by the way. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, this one. Yeah, gonna. we need to play well. Play well, see how we do, and hopefully get all three points and break another hoodoo. It would be a hell of a statement if mm. Ipswich Plymouth do drop points. Yeah. And we beat Derby and actually take advantage of it. Especially if, especially if Port Vale beat Plymouth at home and they aren't locked yet. Yeah. Because they are just stupid at home. 43 points. We've got 43 points. We're not even in December. We will be out. 
it's it's insane. Yeah. That it shows you how strong the leagues are getting. If you look at all the league going down as well, like championship tight, league one tight. I don't I think the only one that's Premier League's a little bit tight, but not by much though. It's the Premier League's actually looking all right this season. Don't worry, they'll have the Super League soon. That's yeah. back, I can tell you that. Well, depends. The Americans are all sinking, selling up, aren't they? Liverpool's That's owners true. are putting up to sale, who were massively for it. It's just the shift is going from America to the Middle East. Yeah, it's a bit uncomfortable with it, to be fair. But it makes sense. Then again, the talk like the Manchester United lot may already have a buyer lined up and it could be more American investment. So Yeah, there's be... talk of a consortium led by Beckham as well. He'd be the he'd be the head point of the consortium. That'd be fun. The, I think yeah. the one I think the one with the United one, if they want it, it wouldn't bend great, but they would the surgeon Radcliffe, uh, the bloke who owns Nice and Mancunian love Manchester. He had a chance to buy Liverpool and turn it down, but it'll be interesting because you're seeing a big shift in ownerships at the minute and. It's interesting watching it and how it's going because yeah. as much you look at what City City are an investment group. So they're the they're the investment group similar to like um Newcastle, same with Saudi Saudi Arabia, Dubai, all that kind of thing. It they're all like big groups that invest and it's it's interesting seeing how the model shifted from how it used to be. And you've got to remember, I think they only bought Man City for 350 million and they're probably worth billions now. So if they did want to sell. I like I like the Premier League this season now. Mm, Arsenal got a five-point advantage on Man City at the minute. Liverpool are having a shocker. They're, they're all the sixth. But yeah, Arsenal, they could genuinely win the league. Yeah, definitely. And it, um, make, it makes that all-or-nothing documentary even sweeter for some of the people. Like, oh, look, he's a rubbish manager. He's thinking people going to just stick with him. Yeah. But yeah, we we were talking about Sheffield Wednesday at some point yeah. in this podcast. But that's uh, that's all I have for this week's episode. Anything to add, Jake? Just have a good week and just try and relax as much as you can before all the craziness as the December comes. Yeah, please do. Um, if there's any like long form topics you'd like us to discuss when we do the pre-records over mm. the Christmas break, um, where we will take some time, we want you to still get episodes. So I'm just just gonna confirm. Yeah, Talking Wednesday Podcast at Gmail dot com. Drop us an email. Drop us um, some of your suggestions on there if you can't find a thread or something on YouTube, and. Uh, Give us some ideas for episodes. If you get if you get them in sort of now, we have got a couple of weeks to plan, and we can we can sit down for an for an hour or so and and, and record them as it comes up, yeah. and that'll be a nice way to round off the year, I think. But yeah, yeah, but that's uh, all from us this week. Take care, and we'll see you in the next episode when I'm hopefully actually forming sentences. <laughs> working, re- working re- for nearly two years. Catch it. Of Talkie Wednesday. See ya.